Welcome to the ProCom Podcast, hosted by Paul Vogels, with expert guest interviews, case study reviews, and insightful discussion topics. The ProCom Podcast leads the Project Controls conversation. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to a new episode of the ProCon podcast. Today, I have again a very special guest and due to the international character, it's again uh, through Zoom. I really hope in COVID and all international uh, uh, travel bans, I can have people on my desk. Uh, the chairs are uh, are uh, collecting dust at the moment, but, uh, but well, thank God there's uh, technology. Uh, today, I have a special guest from Malta, and his name is, and I'm, I'm Bojan, excuse me if I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but I'm going to try to do my best. I practice uh, a lot. Bojan Tazewski, uh, Managing Director of Tsunami, and Tsunami is a innovative uh, developer of software solutions, of course, specialized as, uh, as normal in the, uh, in the project controls department. Um, and Bojan is uh, the Managing Director over there. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Bojan. Paul, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, having this discussion with you. Yes, well, more than more than welcome. Uh, um, Bojan uh, uh, started uh, with your degree in economics, um, had some different roles in Sivis and Tsunami. We're going to talk about the history of the company a little bit uh, later. Um, uh, now managing director of of Tsunami. Um, Can you tell me a little bit on your background and how did you roll into this um, into this job as a managing director of a software company with an oh, economics now, degree? Now you brought me back to, to the to the steps when I was a little kid, to be honest. So basically, uh, I grew up in Australia, uh, where I finished my second my 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 elementary and secondary school. So from that very beginning, I was pretty much a techie guy having those Commodore 64s, then the Pentium 248s, or I don't even remember what they're called. Uh, and what really intrigued me when was when we got that internet connection, you know, with the dial-up modem where you could hear that ching, ching, ching noise. Yeah. So, yeah, I was fascinated by uh, the speed of which information was shared within the world. And you know, it just revolutionized pretty much everything from me for, from that point. Then I moved to Macedonia where I finished my university uh, in economics. Uh, so I have a degree in management. Sivas uh, was, I see it as my first job, was my actually my second job. So I worked a little bit in, in, in the IT sector pre, prior to, to joining Sivas. I joined Sivas... 12 years ago in 2010. And then, yeah, basically my ride started uh, in 2010. Yep. Um, I moved through several positions in Sivas. So first of all, we, we had a huge, huge project, uh, which I was pretty much leading back then. It was a project uh, and a, a It was a app store, basically. So yeah. with content and everything with the whole mobile industry, you know, progressing and gaining traction and gaining speed. And then uh, shortly after that, when we, we basically sold that product, uh, I moved to the products division within the company. Sevis was a company of, 
was a pretty is a is a is a pretty big company. So it had several divisions of which most were service oriented, and then it had this one products division which was oriented completely towards you know building and designing new products and bringing value to customers. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where my journey began, began as, as, as a sales representative, actually, in that division. Then I quickly progressed through becoming a sales manager and now CEO of, of, of the company. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, the company has changed from name, from Sivas to Tsunami. Is that, what's the reason about that? Is it a split in divisions or... Yeah, so so basically the whole whole company kicked off back in 2002, 2003, where we created Sivas Project Viewer, and it was pretty much a product-oriented company. But as time passed and, you know, we evolved into more of a service company. Mm -hmm. So pretty much all divisions created around around this products division were all service divisions Uh, in 2020 end of 2020, we actually ended up selling Sevis, but holding this one little division that was actually uh, the birth of the whole company, all Sevis, was born with the products division. And we ended up keeping it, as we like to say, for the afterlife. <laughs> so, yeah, now we're, that's that's the reason of the name change. So yep. we sold Sevis back in 2022, uh, 2020, and we continued our operations strictly in the product development business with Sinami. Yeah. And if, if I look at the website, uh, Sinami is creating innovative products. Uh, you have a range of, I think, six products at the, at the website. Three are more in the general phase. Uh, it's, it's, it's about GDPR. It's about PDFs. It's about mind maps, etc. And while we are here in the ProCon studio where you have three project controls uh, uh, products, Sivis uh, Viewer, uh, sorry, project viewer, schedule reader, and schedule cleaner. Very focused on project controls, very focused on scheduling. Um, does this have a special place in your heart or in the Tsunami heart project controls, or is it by accident that you are creating uh, these uh, kind of products? Well, actually, actually, uh, most, our whole know-how, everything in in the heart of every employee in Tsunami is actually dedicated to project management. That's the very beginning of of our company. So we have more than 20 years of know-how in uh, creating products that are project-oriented. Sivas Project Viewer was the first product that we actually commercialized back in 2002-03 when there was basically no viewer for Microsoft project on the market. And then uh, we tried, you know, moving out of these lines with uh, iMindQ in 2009, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. iMindQ is a mind mapping solution, which we accidentally ended up, you know, throwing in project management functionality into that as well. So, other than, you know, doing mind map, mapping, concept planning, and so on, we also throw in, threw in this whole module for, for project management in it. And, yeah, so basically our main focus is project management solutions. This is where the whole team has a lot of experience in, what the whole team loves and what the whole team pursues to do in future. Yeah, 
because there is the business value you can deliver uh, with with the more than two decades of of know-how that's where uh, and we in, in the preparation we discussed project controls is a very immature market uh, it's growing very rapidly uh, the awareness and and uh, project uh, procom podcast is leading the project controls conversation uh, we're talking more about it and and therefore uh, it's growing and people are getting more aware uh, besides all the initiatives um the big software resellers uh, the big innovative companies like uh, like tsunami are are doing do you see the do you see project controls as getting a place at the table, for example, or a seat at the table on board level or on project management level where where there's actually delivered value to the business running proper project controls? Is that something you're experiencing now? You're talking to a lot of customers as well in big multi-million projects. Do you see that it's, it's there to stay? Of course I do. Uh, I think that project controls is definitely there to stay. Uh, we can we can even you know take a look at the trends. So more and more companies are focusing on project controls. Uh, more and more women are getting into project controls. If we look at it 10, 15 years ago, it was all men in the yep. business, right? And Gray, now white. Got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, right? So more and more women are joining project controls. Uh, there's project controls conferences around the world, which we didn't see in the past decade. Uh, it's it's just, you know, it's, it's a function that needs to be there. It's a function that will rapidly increase over, over the next couple of years as, as, as the projects are increasing in value and in complexity. Um, what I see, what I see, I mean, at the end of the day, I am, I am a technology guy. I'm not, you know, the expert in project controls, but from my point of view, what I see is, uh, 20 years back, the projects were not as complex as the projects are today. If we take a look at them, we were talking about thousands of activities, uh, 20 years ago. Now we're talking about, about projects with hundreds of thousands of activities. And this just brings the additional need for the project controls uh, position in future. And, and the increased need for the project con controls, controls function in the future. Uh, the way I see it is the trend is that this need of more complex projects will increase in future. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll bring it back to technology now because I'm a tech guy. With with the with the <laughs> with with all of the innovation in the technology industry, you know the owners, homeowners, business owners, architects—they're not uh, increasing the demands for uh, for 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 buildings that will bring only utility. But now we're building landmarks. We want those buildings to be unique. Yep. We want those buildings, you know, when someone passes by them, we want their mouths to drop. So all of this is adding complexity to project-oriented companies. Yep. It's adding complexity to the projects. And it's, it's, it's adding the need of project controls. Otherwise, it won't function. Now, and, and so we are talking always about people, processes, and tools. 
And are you saying that tools are going to facilitate those people and processes to, well, to cut up complex projects? Huh? Because you're you're completely right. Eh? It's a hundred thousands of activities. It's a billion dollar plus. It's it's multi-contractual, <laughs> international, uh, whatever you can think of nowadays, is a good tool. And for example, huh, about. I see, for example, the schedule reader or the project viewer, eh, regardless of the of the tool they are getting their data from, it's bringing the value from a 100,000 activity schedule to a business owner to see, okay, what what does he want to see? Well, he wants to see if he's on track or not. Eh? It's it's only a red light or a green light. Eh? He doesn't want to see 100,000 activities. Are your products um, facilitating those stakeholders to to um, consume project controls, to consume complex projects in a very simple technology-driven way? Yes, of course. So so what we're currently doing is what Tsunami has been working for for the past 20 years is creating viewers in which um, to bring efficiency and effectiveness to to the whole project management ecosystem. So it's not just just, uh, uh, a viewer. It's also an analyzer. We provide S-curves. We provide reports. We provide uh, uh, all different kinds of layouts. So basically, yes, uh, how we see it is it's, it's not just project management shouldn't be for just one one group of people. It should create an ecosystem mm-hmm. in which all project participants can uh, can view, can see what's going on. Yep. And yeah, to, to basically to basically uh, ease the process of uh, getting the jobs done. Yeah. I'm going to tease you a little bit. Why is Microsoft and Oracle, for example, because you're really focused on Microsoft projects and and Oracle Primavera, why are those two big tech guys, and I I assume they have a little bit more developers than uh, than Tsunami has, why aren't they doing that? Why does a a really good company from Malta needs to pick up the glove, uh, which, which, well, two of the biggest IT guys are, uh, are leaving behind? So, yeah, basically... Okay, so the way I see it is we're not in competition with Oracle and Microsoft. What we're doing is something completely different. So Oracle and Microsoft, uh, hats down, uh, have the leading project management solutions on the market today. Yeah, for uh, scheduling. For, and for scheduling, yes. Yeah. So basically uh, where we fit in is we found the gap where uh, a lot of people don't have access to P6, or even if they do, most of the functionalities in P6 are grayed out, so they're left with viewer permission roles only. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these companies, a a lot of the companies out there, they're not ready to pay the high price of P6 for people just to view the project. Yeah. And then uh, this is the good scenario where, uh, you know, the, 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 the functionalities to creating or editing the plan are grayed out and you have a full dynamic view. Mm-hmm. But then, the, the, then there's the companies that don't have P6 for the viewers and they're sharing in PDFs. Yep. So this is where the whole, uh, you know, 
the whole niche of, of our solution comes into play. Imagine I share with you, I'm going to tease you a little bit. Imagine I share an XLS file as a PDF, right? Yeah. What can you do with it? Nothing. And the moment you print it out, the moment you digitize it, it's old. And that's, I'm completely on the same page with you because I really believe, and we had Oracle on the on the podcast a couple of episodes ago, um, Russ Buke, VP of, of Oracle, um, by giving more people insight into the real life, real life, near life uh, schedule, um, it's going to promote the scheduling. It's promoting the intelligence. Eh? If I print out a PDF today, I'm going to email it to my project manager. He's going to look at it Friday and then it's old. If I'm going to uh, send him the link to schedule a, a reader, for example, today, and he's going to view it on Friday, he's seeing the latest version. By sharing, and eh, sharing is caring, uh, by sharing that information, people get more involved more committed more aware of the the intelligence in a schedule so um uh, i really think there's a niche project is that because you are a company with a lot of project management and project controls know-how and you have a tech company or have a tech department uh, instead of you are just well a, a generic tech company with some niche products like oracle as a financial department construction engineering department etc is that because of the project management know-how, you you can make that bridge, make that close that gap. Exactly. So, as a technology company, we can much easier close the gap technology-wise. Because again, in Cebus, we were one thousand plus employees at the time of sales. So, uh, all of the projects that were going on in the company were also we we used project management solutions. And now in technology terms, that's done, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to implement software when you're working on software, you know, but then in construction, it's a lot harder when you had people uh, 20 years ago, uh, you know, calculating how much materials they'd need uh, to finish a job by, on hand. Yeah. So it's, it's all pretty much evolution. And the way we see it, where we see the future is we want everyone to have insights about the project. That's what's in our head, at least. We want everyone to click a button and be able to navigate not only through his activities, but see how his activities fit into the whole big picture yep. and then be able to analyze how he's completed his work. Uh, not only to give them insights and to challenge uh, uh, their intelligence and everything, but uh, to give them a sense of ownership of the project. Yeah. And that's where the real productivity and, you know, that's that's what we're, we're aiming to achieve. Every project participant to have a sense of ownership on the project. Yeah. And I think with, uh, with a one version of the truth, uh, common data environments are, are very, uh, very trending at the, at the moment by giving direct insight with, a live schedule, for example, um, only helps them because you're completely right. The construction and engineering um, industry is one of the least digitized uh, industries in the in the world. Um, so completely on the on the same page with that. If you look at so the first project was the schedule reader. Uh, you have the, or the project viewer. You have the schedule reader. You have the schedule cleaner. Um, you're moving a little bit from viewing a schedule, uh, which is about time, to um, 
doing something or transforming the schedule with, for example, cleaning up for importing, exporting, etc. We we are working with your product. It's a great product. But is that also something you are seeing where where you're growing from scheduling into more uh, detailed or more specialist function in the in the project controls? Yes, yes, definitely. So as I mentioned before, it's all evolution. So. You know, we were getting the job done with viewers, but those projects are just continuing to grow. Yep. So we're, we're moving into uh, analyzing, we're moving into, uh, into doing all these different functions within our solutions. And we currently started a new project as of last year, which is something that's completely it's it's similar to what we're doing but it's completely different in a way let's just put it like that so as 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 we're seeing these projects grow in complexity we have different project teams using different projects uh different project management solutions so now we have the problem of um of you know not being having to make our customers switch between our different products So what we're currently working on is a universal viewer, which will import uh, information from all project management sources, whether it being Microsoft Project, P6, Aster Power Project, doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And once we have this, all of the information in one ecosystem, it's really easy to redistribute this information to in a, in a visible way to whoever needs it. Yep. So. For project controls, it will be one view. For field workers, it will be another view. So basically, we're trying to evolve as the industry. Now that you mentioned um, schedule cleaner, for example, yes, it's it's a bit different to what we have been doing in the past. And actually, the need of schedule cleaner came out with all those sales that we were doing with uh, schedule reader. So basically, our customers started coming back to us and saying, you know, We want to share the information with the team, but we won't, We don't want to share all of the information with the team. So we quickly worked on a schedule cleaner. We created that with uh, with our aim to only, uh, you know, clean certain sensitive information from that project file before sharing it on. Yep. And then when when commercializing it, when going out to the market, we 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 found that we're actually satisfying another huge, huge need. And that's uh, that's when uh, the need for when importing uh, someone from someone else's P6 database, when importing an XCR, we didn't even know that we would resolve contaminating your own database, for example. Mm-hmm. So that product grew from something that was only meant to, you know, uh, clear sensitive data to a product that now enables you to import an XCR that you receive from a contractor, for example, without contaminating your database. Yeah. And is that, hey, if you look at Tsunami, hey, you have a worldwide span with, with specialists for the US, with specialists for the European region, etc. You, you, you're a born Aussie now living in Malta. <laughs> um, um, is that, hey, when, when you look at Tsunami right now, it's, it's, it's 45, 50 people big. Hey, it's a big company, I think, for, for a niche product. Hey, it's a very specialized company. Is that also the, the strength you're saying because you have ears all over the world and the flexibility to to steer against trends or hey, if, if a customer from the US or a big customer worldwide is asking you something, can you clean this XCR, for example, that you have the flexibility or the agility in your Tsunami company to 
or to make what he is asking because if you if they mm. would have asked the same question to Microsoft they probably would have said well we can't change it just for you Mr. Customer. Yeah, so so that's 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 in our nature as a company. We're a really 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 customer driven company. So we like to hear the feedback that we get from our customers yep. and we want to implement that into our solutions. So yes, we're basically uh, the strategy of Sinami is to be regionally divided. So we have yep. account managers working on specific regions of the world yep. and they've been doing that for the past 10 years. So, you know, they have, uh, we, we've got a lot of friendships, a lot of partnerships around the world, a lot of people giving us feedback. And what we love to do is, you know, collect all that feedback, put it on paper, sit down with the team and discuss what to implement. Because at the end of the day, all of this feedback that we are receiving is to make the customer's life easier than it already is with our solutions. Yeah. So yeah, our ears are basically mainly towards the customers and we like to do that in a regional way. So. <laughs> yeah, and, and so it can happen that, for example, one request from one customer is going to be a feature for the rest of your roadmap for the next version. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, uh, our customers are the people with the hands-on experience. Uh, you can read as much as you want about project controls. You can... You can, you can read every, every book out there, but until you get the hands-on experience, you don't know how the solution will actually help someone yeah. that's out there doing those projects. Yeah. Like the English say, the proof of the pudding is by eating it. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, uh, we love to work with our partners. We love to work with our customers. Every customer request is... Uh, taken up by the team and reviewed thoroughly mm -hmm. uh, and decisions are brought in which direction the project will, uh, the product will, will, will evolve in future. Yeah. Do you, everybody is saying that. Do you have a real life example of, of a, what's, what's coming from a customer and is, is live for everybody now or in the, in the near future? Of course, of course. So schedule reader is an example of that. So we were doing Sivas Project Viewer, which was also a customer request. Sivas yep. uh, Project Viewer evolved from uh, Volvo, who at the time had a need to cut on costs, and, mm -hmm. but still uh, hold the same project management system that they had in place. And that's how Sivas Project Viewer was born as, as, as a solution. And then after analyzing a few years whether to get into P6 as well and do the same for P6 uh, clients. Yeah. We, we were on the, we were on the, uh, we were on the, on the line, you know, to say, okay, we're starting this when Myers Coyle reached out to us and said, okay, we need Sivas Project Viewer for P6 because we have these colleagues in finance that need to only look at numbers and we don't want to buy them P6. Nope. They'll, they'll play around with our plans. We're not giving them access. So uh, that's how that's how Schedule Reader actually evolved. And I don't know if there's anyone here from the first version. If if you guys were around from the first version, we could only only read XLS files and it had absolutely no functionality. But in two to three years from the day of launch, we actually 
implemented the ability to import XCRs, XMLs, which gave us all of this other information, that, yep. which then we could reuse. Then we uh, we put in S curves and all of that good stuff for, for the project controls community out there. Yep. And basically, uh, the 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 way we were developing it and the whole roadmap was created upon customer requests because we thought, oh, this is the same as MS Project. And then when we jumped into P6, we're like, there's so much we don't know about this. So after a lot of learning, after a lot of meetings with customers, with partners, after a lot of questions, we, we managed to, to whip up a nice roadmap, uh, prioritize things, and you know get, get this to the point where it is now. Yeah, because you are. Hey, if I look at your website, you're you're helping over six million users and all, over four thousand five hundred companies right now. Your enhancement request list should be very very long. Um, uh, if you look at that, can you can you um, how do you say that consolidate like a roadmap? Huh? Do you have already plans for the next year and for the next two or three years? And and I know roadmaps are always tricky to talk about because you don't want to promise things you haven't built yet, but um, can you take us a little bit into where are you moving to? Eh? You told us about the well, one one tool who rules them all, eh? Microsoft and, and P6 in one tool. Is there another trend you're, you're going to follow the next years? Yes, yeah, so so in the next years, we, we plan to move a lot towards uh, cloud solutions because yep. until now, uh, our, our solutions were desktop solutions. What we plan, our plans for the future are is to move to cloud solutions. As I mentioned before, we are in the in production of the Universal Viewer, which will mm -hmm. enable our customers to import all project information, not only from project management solutions, but from ex external sources as well. So you'll be able to import weather information. You'll be able to import all different types of information, consolidate all of this information and present it in one, uh, in one view for everyone to read and understand. Mm -hmm. uh, from here to move forward and reuse this information to present uh, different participants in the projects, different views they need to successfully complete their jobs and, and their tasks. Yeah. Uh, and we are also looking into the possibilities. Of, we're not looking into the possibilities. We're, we're, we're looking into ways to make collaboration possible in this whole space because with the COVID-19 crisis, we learned that, you know, collaboration is a big thing and the whole, uh, the whole hype of collaboration has just fast forwarded 20 years, 20 years forward. So yeah, because now we have to collaborate on a, Hey, you're, you're working from home. I'm, I'm, well, this, this is the first time since months I'm, I'm back at the office. It, it pushed us into, tech-driven exactly. uh, uh, collaboration. Is it, in a way, helping your the need for your collaborative platform in that way? Of course, of course. So, yeah, uh, it definitely pushed us into the need of a technological collaboration. And, you know, as uh, as human nature, it's it's we all have fear of the unknown. We all have fear to do something that we haven't experienced before in our lives. Yeah. And, uh, you know, COVID-19 proved as a positive thing for the tech industry because it pushed a lot of companies out of their comfort zone to try new ways of managing things. Yeah. And most of them were successful. I mean, there'll always be the need to go out on the field to be with people and everything. But, you know, 
it's all basically evolution. So, uh, yeah, it definitely helped us a lot to get things moving. Yeah, and you're we're talking a, lo a lot about eh, getting information from different systems, putting information back into into these uh, systems. Eh? In your first uh, couple of words, you said you were enthusiastic about the sharing of the information. Eh? I have seen schedule um, reader, I think it was even called Sivas reader, uh, Primavera reader uh, back then, uh, version 2.0 of something, growing into the pro version and more reports, dashboards, etc. Is is an interactive, clickable, drillable dashboard also something you, um, well, it's a new way of showing information. Eh? Is that what you mean with, with the sharing of that? Yes, definitely. So, first of all, where we see where we see the whole uh, future of our products going. First of all, we see them as products that will allow every participant to have access. So, after this, we will um, we will definitely work on drilling down into project information. So once we have everything in this platform, in this ecosystem, it will be very easy for us to, uh, you know, take analysis out of these of these um, of this information, drill down into specific activities, tasks, so on and so forth, and basically uh, allow any any participant to get the information they need. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's uh, that's said to, um, yeah, and I I always I'm I'm always saying this, and and episode number fifteen or sixteen, which we're recording now, is no exception uh, to that. Um, it's about people, it's about processes, it's about tools. Huh? So once you have a real good tool to get all the information, that's where the facilitating process is coming into place. That you want to enforce people. Uh, uh, reinforce processes to say, okay, now you have this information, you see the analysis, you see the well, what we like to call actionable information, and then you That's need right. to act on it. Eh? So then somebody, eh, some people need to do a process eh, to to request an RFQ or talk to a project manager or escalate something as, as well, and probably buy the tool, eh, getting that uh, that information back uh, back to uh, to uh, um, um, to all the stakeholders. Um, Bojan, to, to finish up, I think um, Tsunami uh, earned its plates in the in the project controls information by having a real good tech platform, eh, which you're building out to, to cloud and to SaaS and, and all these kind of uh, things. Listen to the customer, eh, because that's something which what you only can do by eh, having the having the will to listen. Eh. You can listen to um, well, as a marketing thing, but also to uh, to to improve your uh, solution, uh, and also have the project controls know how in your company for uh, for twenty years. Um, uh, one other cliche of the Procom podcast: we can talk about this for hours. Eh? We're uh, we're almost hitting forty five minutes uh, uh, right now, so uh, um, we we really need to uh, end up. Um, a question, and and it's also a tricky question eh? because we want to challenge uh, each other. Uh, where is tsunami in uh, three years? In three years, I see Tsunami having one of the uh, best aggregate, uh, aggregating platforms of project management solutions, enabling uh, companies to aggregate not only internal but external information sources and driving analysis uh, with the help of AI to levels of which they haven't been able to at, at these times. Yeah. 
Okay. And to help the project controls community, I think, and, and to even, um, I think you're even helping Oracle, Microsoft, and all these kind of guys to, to, to be aware of a real project controls or real scheduling tool is, is, mm. is a must have for a complete project controls uh, department. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, Bojan, thank you very much for joining me yeah, from Malta all the way into Rotterdam uh, via uh, via our uh, our live uh, podcast. Uh, technology is uh, my my heart is ticking. Uh, I've been I've been working with the Pentium two sixty eight and uh, and and eighty sixty eight even. So uh, so I know your uh, I know your tick uh, on that. I uh, I have the same uh, enthusiastic uh, approach on uh, on that. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Bojan Tazewski. Uh, I'm going to pronounce it one more time. Uh, practice uh, practice it a lot. <laughs> Um, my managing director Sinami, uh, one of the one of the innovative product uh, developers on uh, project controls. Thank you for being on the podcast. Hope to see you soon. Hope to talk to you soon uh, and and meet each other uh, real life. Uh, that hasn't been uh, up uh, uh, yet. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Bojan, for uh, for joining us. Thanks, Paul and Primanet, for having me, and thank you for all all the viewers of this. Yes, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Cheers. One, uh, one last uh, uh, remark to all our viewers and listeners. Eh? Everybody can uh, tune in on proconpodcast.com. Uh, listen to this uh, through Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, whatever you uh, use. Eh? Technology is, uh, is at your hands. Uh, in the Procon podcast, uh, we are leading the Project Controls conversation. Eh? We invite everybody, eh? and if it's Volvo or somebody else, more than happy to join us on the, on the Procon podcast to talk about your project. And we're always uh, happy uh, to, uh, to have you on the uh, on the on the show on the podcast uh, and for for now thank you for listening and uh, hope to see you back uh, thanks a lot bojan and uh, see you soon everybody thank you bye-bye thanks for listening to the procom podcast to listen and watch more episodes you can subscribe and access the resources mentioned in this episode by visiting proconpodcast.com we look forward to seeing you on our next episode where we will continue to lead the project controls conversation the Procom podcast and the associated resources is published under copyright to Primaned. All rights reserved, no reproduction of this content is permitted.